I just want to invest in people that really want to be the best that they can be. Hello, everyone. It's Todd Screema and the rub lovely Robin Lavasser. The hair looks beautiful, by the way, and Jim Reed. And uh, we, you know, we send out a podcast once a month. Um, and this is mainly for clients who know us. It could be uh, realtors that send us business, past clients, loans that we service. And it's just, I, I think it's just fun to do. It's a fun give back. So uh, we've all been professional coaches for, I don't know, 20 years. Um, we have been coached for, uh, I know me for 27, I think Jim, 24 years. You're, and you're making me sound as old as the two of you. And for the record, I'm not. So yeah. It's kind of self-evident, Robin. I mean, I've got wrinkles and, wrinkles and no hair. You've got smooth skin and beautiful hair. Here we go. Well, one, of the, one of the things, guys, that, that we've all worked on, uh, and I think everyone works on, is the different areas of our lives. And um, the, the, I don't think it can, has to be confined to seven areas, but, but most commonly I think about it as love life, family, your career or your work being number three, your money or your financial life, yourself, which is hobbies, physical fitness, things like that, spirituality, whatever that means to you, and friends. And um, I know um, the first time that I ever did, when we teach goal setting, we will set two areas for each of these areas of our lives. But the first thing we did is we, we rank um, on a scale of one to 10, 10 being the best, what area of your life, like, how do I feel about my love life? Well, I'm currently single, so I don't have a love life. So it's like a two, right? Um, so then you, then there's an exercise as part of this where you, where you, where you start from the middle and say, my love life is a two, but my work life's an eight. And then you connect the dots. So for my first several years that I did that exercise called wheel of life, I was really out of balance. Like I was always pretty much good with work and financial and everything else was, uh, depending on the last six months was anything from a total disaster to a four. Um, and um, one of the things that you, we all have these things that we're secretly proud of um, that only you really know. Um, I'm secretly proud that not uh, all my areas, like I just said, love life is low, but I'm like a lot of those areas for me, because I've worked on it for 27 years, they're pretty full. Like there are always things to work on, but they're pretty full. And now maybe there's one area that is kind of off. Right. And I got to tackle that. So um, I think this is a strategic discussion about life. And um, Jimmy, I'd love to hear from you, your thoughts about those seven areas of life and maybe something that you've discovered over the years. Yeah, uh, you know, so for me, what you're talking about is balance and balance is a journey, not a destination, you know, like we and Robin talk about this. Uh, we, we get to do quite a few meetings together and it's how you doing, how are the kids, how are all these areas and we kind of bullet point it. Um, but what it makes me think of is that you've never really landed and you're never really there. It's a journey. And uh, tactically, I'm super tactical. And for me, it's like uh, it's one of the things that I learned from a mentor was to do an annual calendar. So with my sons, right? So I'm a dad. I got two boys. And I have the best intentions, you know, about everything, really, uh, when I start off. But when it comes to my execution, I mean, 
we struggle with that all the time, Robin, you and I, about, you know, it's one thing about what we intend and one other thing about what we execute. Yes. So uh, during the holidays, it's pretty slow in our business. Usually get some family time. I carve out a couple hours and plan out the whole next year. Now, I never execute it all, Todd. Like, I'm what? What do you think, Robin? And what's the percentage of what you execute on the plan? Uh, you know, I think really strong. Like some of the 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 best executors or discipline um, holders, probably eighty percent. I mean, I don't think anybody does anything all the way to the hundred percent to a team. Thank you. Yes, yes, thank you. So if I get to eighty percent, that's like a home run. So I got the seven areas. I got the twelve months. I got my sons. And we plan vacations first because that keeps them interested, right? Plan all our vacations. So three one-week vacations, three long weekends, and put them in the calendar. And then I usually go to work. Usually by then, because you're such a crazy man about planning, I have the next year's business plan done for what I'm going to have to do for my commitments at work. I throw those in there. And then work through the different areas that you talked about and put something in each month. If I just do that, and then take it to work and plug it in. The best part of it is I feel better. Mm -hmm. Just having a plan makes me feel better. And honestly, if I get eight out of 10, I'm pretty happy. You know, Jimmy, as you say, having a plan, you feel better. But the truth is, I think one of the the, the components there that you're that you're not saying that's there is you have a plan that reflects your priorities. Yeah. Right? You, have a, you have a plan that reflects your priorities. I think a lot of people make plans that don't go in alignment with where their goals are at. Um, and so they're doing a lot of things, but they're not they're not reflective. And I know that was a big aha for me in general, looking at a calendar and saying, while I say these are the most important things to me. Now, let's be honest, I can't say family is my most important thing and then put all day family stuff and not go earn a living. Right. That's not part yeah. of it. But but does the rest of my time reflect that? And I think sometimes we forget to have that be reflective in does maybe you don't have a calendar maybe you're not following a calendar maybe that's too much for you maybe it's just the what this week's plan is in your head and is it reflective of the things and what your priorities are do you, did you make room for those because if you don't you blink and we have a whole bunch of unintentional time that we're yeah. spending in life right you, you blink and it's july 4th right yes you're blinking half the year is over like todd do you remember uh, we had a, an employee processor, and I used to call her the fireman because she was, for lack of a better word, she was addicted to crisis management. And she would create crisis to be the hero. And I think that I used to do that with my, like my vacations and my kind of my whole life because it's kind of an endorphin release, right? You get like, oh, we got to figure it out. And then, oh, we're going last minute. And you get on the plane. Wasn't that fun that we did it last minute? No, it wasn't fun. We got like three fights on the way to the airport, dude. And, and you know, it's like fighting on the way to church. No, that's not fun. Have a little bit of a plan and it can really, uh, just putting it down 12 months, seven areas, put one thing in each month. It really makes me just have a better journey along the way. Yeah, I a um, couple of thoughts on this. Um, it's a big subject. Um, one tactic that I learned to do a long time ago is I have one calendar, so we use Outlook, uh, Microsoft Outlook, and everything in my personal life is in there, and everything that my kids are doing is in there, and everything in my business life is in there, and every vacation, and every everything you can think, like, if I think, hey, I want to send, uh, you know, uh, someone a, a thank you card, I will literally be at home and put, put it in my calendar. 
on my when you first when you first started doing that todd uh, did it feel like handcuffs to you yes it feels smothering it feels like handcuffs it feels like i'm in jail and i resisted it for so long did you find did you struggle with that but then don't you guys yes i agree with you jimmy but what's so interesting about it is then there's this relief and freedom from actually like from actually remembering to you know i think we we give our brain more credit than what it's actually worth in terms of being able to remember to do everything and take care of everything and get everywhere and and we don't give ourselves some things that'll make it a little more um fail proof if you will um by you know you putting on a calendar it seems like a little funny tactic, but hey, I need to send a thank you card to so-and-so. And then if you're following your calendar, your odds go up tremendously because you yeah. follow a calendar that reminds you. Otherwise, we drive around and three weeks later we go, totally. And it makes, right? you more, it makes you more credible. Yeah, for sure. I keep, my, I keep my word, but when I give my word, I always intend on keeping it. But really keeping it is where, you know, sometimes we fall down. Yeah. You know, on this subject, Robin, you, you, you've been pretty vocal about 2Xing and 3Xing and 4Xing ideas. And What's that? Well, yeah, I, I want to give, I want you to give people a couple examples um, because I think that is an, I, I think of that all the time. I do that all the time, uh, but I don't think most people understand the concept. Mm. You know, you, you've really, you taught me this, Todd, and I'm grateful for it. Um, and I didn't really see it this way. I think we do a lot of things unintentionally. And then when somebody can kind of put a label to it, you can get a little more intentional. And this 2X, 3X type of stuff is one of those things. And so when you think about Wheel of Life, you might have a few areas in your life that you are struggling in. And so, a, you know, a, a small example would be, hey, I haven't seen my friends enough, but I also need to spend some time with my husband. Well, Maybe we mesh the two and go on a couple couples dates, right? So that we can all spend time together. That's a personal 2X, right? I get to visit with my friends and I also get the car ride there with the date, without the kids, with just my husband, right? Like, and it, and it ends up being um, knocking, you know, killing two birds with one stone. Uh, saying we're to, you so know, it's like true, true multitasking. True multitasking with intention. And I think that when you see things that way, um, you know, my husband and I right now, we're we're doing this, you know, crazy disciplined um, routine. And one of the things that we're doing is we want to exercise more. We also said we were going to be more intentional with one on one time together. So we literally walk every single night right now. You don't have to be that extreme. But every single night we walk for 45 minutes. We start a clock and we walk and it's dark and sometimes it's even raining and we've committed to it and we're doing it 75 days in a row. So every single night we walk together. But let me tell you, he and I were both laughing the other day and we're like, man, it is crazy how much we've talked about over the last, you know, we're only 17 days in, so wish me luck, people that I'll make it all the way. But, you know, it's, it's fun to see where we can take this and spend some time together while getting exercise, which was one of my other goals. So there's, you know, there's a lot of things that you can actually double up on and check two things off the list. And I think that there's huge wins in those areas. Um, and, and that leads to a more fulfilled life at the end of the day. I'll tell you, just to jump in on that, Todd, you know what else it's helped me with since I started doing this annual family calendar? It's really, like you said, it's more than just family. It makes it easier for me to say no. Yeah. Right? Hard to say no when you don't have a plan. Right? Like you asked me to do something with the kids on Saturday, and I looked at the calendar, and we have something there. So I had to say, hey, man, I, I'll do, I'll work on the kids and see if I can renegotiate. But right now, I got something on the calendar. And 
I can tell you that no was a pretty powerful word for me because I want to do everything. I got the FOMO bug and I want to get on this. I want to do that. And I don't want to miss out on this. But being able to say no, it makes it makes your kids and your family feel prioritized. It makes makes me feel more in harmony with what I wanted to do. You know, yeah. in a vulnerable space there, Jimmy, I I've been a I've been a very um bad example of pleasing everybody. And so somebody will say, Hey, do you want to go to this? Oh yeah, I'd love to be there. Oh yeah, I'd love to be there. And pretty soon my husband's like, Hey Robin, you've got six commitments on Saturday and you already committed to this with us, right? Like, and and so I ultimately having to make excuses or let people down, you know, that mm. was really the old me. So I'm with you on that. I think it's I think it's so important. I think we all feel that. And then we ultimately sometimes we have the self-talk that we're failing or that we're not authentic or that, you know, there's all these issues or that we're not, oh, and now I've let Todd down, so I got to go, you know, do this. And it feels yeah. like you're constantly, you know, balancing. I think that's why people's wheel of life, if you will, get very out of whack. And I think that what you're saying of, hey, you know what? Let me just check that calendar. Ah, looks like we've already got something. So now, you know, I'll try to renegotiate, but I need to stand by my word that I already set yeah. down. I think that's so powerful what you just over said. You're talking about being overcommitting. Uh -huh. A little weakness yeah. of mine at times, a little overcommitted. Yeah. Um, you know, so switching gears on that, I got a different spin on this. Um, and I'll never, you know, there, there's things that I call magic moments. They're learning, they're, they're moments in your life where that's a before and after moment. I have, we have them personally, but this one was in a professional setting. I, I, this is about four or five years ago. Um, there's about 14 people in a meeting and we're waiting for a couple of other people to get there. And I always like to do a warmer upper in the meeting. So I said, hey, what is your favorite hobby that you literally can't wait to do? And let's everyone share what that is. And I said, for example, I'm playing golf this Friday afternoon. I booked the tee time on Monday. I will think about it 10 times, two or three times a day until I get to play golf. Like that's an example for me. I said, Mary, what's yours? I don't. I don't really have one. I didn't want to embarrass her. I'm all, hey, Cindy, what's yours? I don't really have something like that. I literally went around the room with 14 people and only three people had something like that. Oh, man. And, and I got. I can't imagine that. I got pretty outspoken. I said, listen, guys, I'm going to tell you something. We have 30 summers left or 40 Christmases or whatever the math is. Make it count. Like do those things. Take that trip, you know, get in shape, take up guitar, learn to sing, you know, whatever that is. Like take action with your life. And so I just wanted to say that because when it comes to the self goals, almost everyone I've ever done this with thinks I got to get in shape. I got to lose weight. I'm fat, whatever that is. Okay. That's where everyone goes, but there's more to the self, much more to the self than just that. It's, totally. it's, it's, it's living your best life outside Absolutely. of your kids and your spouse. It's you living your best life. And I, I just, I got to burr up my butt about this. I'm just like, how come people don't have that? Like it, it's shocking to me. You're talking about having fun, which is my middle name. I'm gonna have some fun. <laughs> and I'm gonna have some fun. I'm at work, I'm gonna have some fun. I'm gonna have some fun. And I people get I think you know, people just take themselves too serious and they wake up and they miss the boat. 
Yeah, let's yeah. not float through life. And so when you talk about thinking of, uh, Robin said it earlier, when you think about little structures like, hey, seven areas are life. Uh, I had someone uh, was listening to a podcast the other day. They have 10 areas of your life. Uh, I was listening to Ed Milet and he said, on all these goals, have one word that you're going to work on for the year on top of your goals. I thought that was a nice addition. But when you start putting some structure to some of this stuff, it's like, whoa, now we have a way of thinking about it. And then you add some tools like your long calendar, putting putting your whole life into a calendar. Um, when you work out, when you wake up, when you go home, all those things, it's it becomes very exciting. It's almost like a, a book that you can read. Robin? I agree. I think, you know, Jimmy, one of the things that I, just because I, I know that this was me, I was like, year-long calendar, like, are you out of your mind? I can't see past next week, you know? Yeah, so, too much commitment, yeah. Yeah, they felt like a bunch of commitment. Now, the truth is, does ever, like you said, there are things on that calendar that don't take place. There are things on that calendar that get moved or canceled or postponed. And and I, I think it's important to know that, hey, life also gets in the way, right? Yes. Hey, we're not doing this, but all of a sudden, you know, we got a, a family member sick or, I've, you know, we're not feeling well or it's been too crazy lately or your kid made an all-star team and all of a sudden you got to rearrange the summer for, for different things. Um, you know, it's not to put things in a box. It's actually... I think that one of the things that I think that I missed for a long time in life was that structure added freedom, right? Structure actually adds more freedom. And I didn't see it that way. Um, and there, it's just a, it's just something that, man, if you're feeling like, Hey, I kind of do what I want and we're, you know, we're figuring it out. I, I would challenge you that if you added some structure, it will actually add joy and freedom to your world. Completely. I love that. Love that. Well, guys, I, I hope you appreciate these little chats. Um, you know, I've got, I feel so fortunate because I have two of the best minds I've ever had the opportunity of knowing with Jim and Robin. It's very fun to do these. I hope that you appreciate them. And what we hope is that you take one thing from this and like, hey, I'm going to do a year-long calendar. I'm going to I'm gonna set some one goal for each area of my seven areas. Like take one little takeaway and do something with it and also share this with other people. And the last thing is, remember, we're a nationwide mortgage company. We do mortgage loans. We we want your loan. So if you need a cash out or you need to buy a rental home or you have a friend that needs to buy a house, take whoever sent this to you. Uh, it's one of our salespeople that you you know somehow you probably did a loan with them. Please send us a referral. It's it's the it's the biggest compliment that we can ever ask for. So guys, thanks for taking a few minutes and listening. Jim and Robin, thank you very much, guys. Go out and make it a great month. If you liked this episode of the Be Your Best series with Todd Screema, make sure to register for new episode notifications at www.beyourbestseries.com. And don't forget to leave a five-star review and share this series with someone you want to be their best. Send an email with any questions or comments to beyourbest at summitfunding.net. Summit Funding, Inc., NMLS ID 3199, Equal Housing Opportunity, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org.